Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, what well, is this? Let's- I don't what know. Is this, what is this podcast, Kevin? What I, is, I have, what's happening? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I guess. Um, so yeah, this will be casual, cash, cash chat. Um, I'm just gonna roll into it. Uh, that sucks because I'm, I'm wearing a suit. So, oh, that is that is nice. I wish I've you would have told of, me before. I've heard of Canadian tuxedos, but what would you call that that you're wearing? Um, yeah, it's not Canadian. Uh, no. uh North Northwestern. <laughs> Uh, I can't can't be tuxedo. They can't both be tuxedo, I would say right? Like a like a like a Ma- Massachusetts? No, I guess a Montana. This is an interesting thing <laughs> to me, and and tell tell me if you've noticed this, please. Okay, it's Canadian tuxedo, and we're trying yeah. to come up with another one, and we're both wanting to now do alliteration, right? But it's not. Yeah, it's not. But like the that. first one isn't, and that happens <laughs> all the time. I, I think that's Why a is really. That? I don't Why know. Is- I I want to get to the root of this. Forget video games. Forget Thank you. That, that's just a side note. I know for the listeners that are here that didn't even get an introduction to what this show is, they're really here to try I to figure out. Either. No. What is with what is with all this alliteration? When What's it the wasn't deal? alliterative in the first place. Ah, I don't get it. All right, so Matt. We did it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening. No, 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 no. Oh. No, 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 no. Matt, there's a video game podcast. Well, look. It's 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 finally, finally, people have been asking, why does no one talk about video games on the internet? And we're here. When you called me. Yeah, called you. You said, I, you said, I got a crazy idea. And I'm thinking, like, well, what could the... Well, you said it's an idea for a podcast. And I was yeah. like, oh, well... What if he maybe wants to talk about movies? Because you told me it was crazy. Well, I know. And, and I'm, let me tell you, if there's anything crazier than a podcast about video games, it's someone wanting to talk about movies on the internet. But you said, no, 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 it's not movies. And I go, no. and then I'm like trying to think really crazy. And I'm like, I don't even know what you call it. Like, I thought maybe you'd want to talk about crimes that have happened in real life. And I'm like, That'd be insane. Like, that would tr- be... like real, tr- like, um, <laughs> real crime, nonfiction crimes. And, and you said, no, 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 it's not that. No. Oh. And then I, my, my head's just spinning. And when you said video games, I, I was like, is there an audience for that? 
And I said, and what did I say to you? I said, I have no idea. You said not for ours, but <laughs> could be fun. I said, hey, look, it's an excuse to talk about video games. A couple of pals palling around and coincidentally not using pal TVs to play the games. Right, right. That's the thing. Well, here's the, here's the thing for me and podcasts in general. I'm supposed to be a cool guy. You know, I'm playing freaking guitars (laughs) all the time. You're cool on every podcast, right? Uh, yeah. Well, except now maybe I'll have a chance to go to say, like, you guys, people don't even know that Evo, the search for Eden is the best game. (laughs) And I, I never get an opportunity to say that. Well, Uh, now you try. Now this is the thing. So, I listen to Matt's podcast. Now, surprise, Matt has his own podcast, right? And and I know what you're thinking. Real Spoilers Patreon, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I know about Matt's podcast. Yeah. If you're listening to this, maybe you found us from Real Spoilers. You know, Matt has his Patreon over there. No, Matt has an actual musical podcast. It's a it's a little sideshow. It, it, exactly. It's a little, you know, something he does as a hobby when he's not doing the main Patreon. RSP. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so Matt has this other project, and he's talking to. He has these two potential co-hosts, right? Uh, one is just gorgeous, and then he's got Courtney mm. on there too. And hey. so he, he he's take got it back, these, take it back. I is this on speaker playing throughout the loft? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I have to tell it. I think we're it, honest you know, about you everything. To, do you guys sit down after every podcast and then go over? Say here's all the times you came up. Here's what Kevin said about you. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just joking. I was just, it was a funny joke to say, like, I'm thinking Dylan is really pretty and all that. Okay. So he's Take got it the- back. Dylan is, <laughs> Dylan is pretty. <laughs> or I'm sorry. Do you then have another call with Dylan after the yes! talk was started? <laughs> okay. So he's got these two potential co hosts, both beautiful, oh, both gorgeous. talented, just <laughs> equally incredible. And they talk on the show about they're like they talk about music and they have comedians on and i know right exactly tell us how you really feel but every once in a while i've noticed this matt sprinkles in little video game facts he talks about a game or he talks about you know that that thing at the end of an xbox controller all that and and his co-hosts are i'm sorry his potential co-hosts yes are just going like, what the hell are yeah. you talking about? And then yeah. one time Matt goes, I remember this press conference where the guy from Sega yeah. comes on and says, like, so I'm listening and I'm just hearing these little bits of wisdom sprinkled throughout. And I go, Matt, we can just talk about Like, you don't have to pretend to like cool stuff just oh. to have a podcast. Like, we can talk about this stuff. This The amount of times I've gone, Led Zeppelin rocks, dude, <laughs> right. on on that pod, and I'm sick of it. Right. I don't know a single Led Zeppelin song. Oh. But I know all the songs in the Sonic the Hedgehog OST. Thank you. Thank so. you. Exactly. You know, if I said, what is that song from DuckTales that plays when he's on the moon? You'd you be able to... You talk about the moon? You talk you about the, the moon? moon? It's what a other, good what song. What else are you talking about? It's a good song, right? And so how if, if there's another person out there that knows about the moon song from DuckTales, we gotta do a podcast. Like it's just it's law, it's 
by right. I don't know. Yeah. It had and to you, happen. You correct and correct me if I'm wrong. You were on a video game podcast that was stripped away from you. I was. It was just take. I had it in, in the palm of my hand. I was molding it. I was shaping it. Yep. I was the creative genius behind it. I I invented it. Um, those are lies. But yeah, I was on a gaming podcast. Uh, it was called The Games We Love, and it went through a couple of iterations. I was not on the first iteration. The alpha iteration as we refer to it now was on the beta now that has nothing that has nothing to do with my status and relationships right no no you're a it's not no it's a, it's a it's a programming term it's a it's a sequence mm. of alpha beta you know so just let's get that straight so i was on the second iteration of this podcast it was myself it was aaron white the actual real creator of the mm-hmm, games we love true. and uh brad hyan who you may and know the murderer and the murderer of the, the mur- oh of the game podcast yes is that is that how we refer to a podcast that's ended is is murdered okay most podcasting terms are true crime terms i think that's uh, real wait what's that i thought it was called real crime what did is i say that- non-fiction crime shows yeah, yes okay. I, I mean if you're gonna make up terminology let's keep it video game related stick. right let's cash in on that video yeah. game you know, uh, so anyway, and then Brad Hyen, who you know from a uh, guest on Real Spoilers podcast, we did a show called Show Spoilers back in the day where we talked about Game of Thrones and Mr. Robot. And, you know, it, it hasn't been on for a few years, but, you know, Brad, if he came from the Real Spoilers area anyway. So we did the gaming podcast. Honestly, it just is a lot of work and we were all juggling work and life and other podcasts and stuff and it just it got too hard to be able to commit to doing it on a regular basis it was fun the episodes are still out there it's great but that kind of turned into uh, can we retroactively say a backdoor pilot or the idea kind of sprang from the reason the show is called circle of wizards comes from episode i've got it pulled up here episode b9 I don't know what the B stands for. We're not going to. No, no, no. Episode B9. That's all it's called. Uh, cuck. <laughs> the episode is called Thanks for Wasting My Time Wizards. And there's a story on the podcast. We were going back and playing different games. What we were doing is like, what are you playing? And we tried to play the same game most of the times. And then we'd also be going back and playing older stuff, catching up, whatever. And I decided I'm going to go through all the Final Fantasy games, the original ones like NES that I grew up on. I bought the... Did you ever end up buying it? Like the collection on Steam? The re- I didn't do it. I didn't okay. do it. I need... This is another thing. Even for my own hobbies that I love, if I'm not making content out of it, there's a very <laughs> right. good chance it won't happen, you know? Uh, it's a good excuse, though, right? Like, yes. it's like You're like, oh, I can't get to that video game backlog, but it's like, well, I got a podcast. Have like, to. I got, I got to play the games. Like, I'm sorry. It's And just, it is... Uh, look... It's how you end up watching all of the Police Academy movies. Oh, man. What a great episode. Binge movies. I guess I'll just say it. I think we should, right? Like, if the thing is, Matt and I do a lot of different podcast appearances here and there. And so, you know, you probably know us because now we're famous and you're going back and listening. Like, where did it all begin, right? Like, episode 300 of Circle Wizards. And it's like, I'm going to go back and listen to that first one. And now we're talking about movies and these things. Like, people don't know us from that, right? And and they'll go like, oh, wow, Matt was on binge movies before Jason went to jail. That's awesome. (laughs) That's so cool. Oh, man. You know, in the walking in the footsteps of Ernest, he said, I just want to be like my heroes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but anyway, 
Well, back to the to the podcast thing. So go listen to that. It's episode nine of the second iteration of the games we love. It's on the website. It's on the podcatchers. You can still listen to it. But I'm going back and playing Final Fantasy, and I'm playing this thing for hours. I'm making good progress, and I get stumped. I waste, I think it was like over an hour going around the entire world map because I'm like, what do I do next? I know I got it. It was the part where if you guys have played Final Fantasy, you have to get a canoe to cross a certain river to get into, I think, a cave or a town or something. It's the Crescent Lake City is the area this is in. And so you talk to these wizards. They're sages, technically, in the game. But for our purpose, and since the whole, <laughs> since the whole podcast is based on... <laughs> is based so, on <laughs> that's our first review? <laughs> uh, Kevin said they were wizards, but... <laughs> So that's the that's the fun of it, and you'll hear on the episode like I call them wizards. You know, like they look like wizards. I take that they can do magic. I don't know, they're wizards. But you talk to the circle of sages, and uh, there's maybe what nine, ten of them. They're all in a circle, and I start at the bottom left corner, and I work my way around clockwise. And and I tell the story. It's way more fresh on that podcast. But you know, I talk to one. He's like. Hey, oh, uh, lovely weather we're having. And you go to the next one. And he's like, oh, look at this town over here. It's, you know, go over there next to the trees. And, you know, I'm going around to each one. I go to eight or nine of them, and I'm like, these guys are wasting my time. It's flavor text. It doesn't this, mean yeah, nothing. I, yeah, it's just, it's such a waste of my time. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I leave the circle. I travel around the map for over an hour going to each place, each castle, each town. I can't figure it out. I go back to the circle of wizards. And talk to the ninth or the tenth wizard, the last one that I didn't talk to. He's the one that says, "Go get the canoe," and sends me on my way. So, and this, hey, this guy don't use no guides, you know. Oh, never. I, this I honestly, guy's pure. It is one of the things, and I'm not trying to be like an elite, whatever. But like, I really hate looking up walkthroughs and guides. I really do. I'm like, I want to try to do it on my own if I can. Well, that's How do you interesting. Feel about that? That's a good topic. It's, so. I do think there is a sort of language of video games, right? Like, and that I think would be an example of, to, I guess, what you call an early video game where some of that wasn't maybe established yet. Right. And that, that I would call poor, uh, like user. Yeah, what do you like a user experience? It? Like you would say yes, on a website or something. I would say that is on them. That was bad, but you don't know that. Because cause it's, I was playing some puzzle game. I thought about, you tell me if this is a dumb idea, and if it is, just cut it right out. Well, first Maybe of all, the, Matt, there are no dumb ideas, so go on. Thank you. They say that, um, but like, I've heard some dumb ideas, right? I've heard like a the, lot of dumb ideas. <laughs> okay, good. I think I think what people should say is, you should bring up the dumb idea. Because maybe that will lead us to a good idea. There you go. But that's still a dumb idea. I like I it. You know what? And that's a really catchy phrase. Yeah, right. Rolls off the right? tongue. Instead of saying there are no dumb ideas. I also, like- <laughs> I want to jump back. Circle of Sages, that's alliterative. It's not as good. Circle now, of Wizards is better. That's interesting. Is that still because one's a C and one's I, an I, S, but does that count as alliteration? I believe it's the consonant sound that, okay. that matters. Well, and you are uh, nothing if not the consonant professional. <laughs> consonant, that's very funny. Uh, so I think that is on that game, but uh, oh, one, right, because man, I, hold on, I got to jump back through a hundred oh, things. Please, please. One one thing I was thinking was I could start going through my Steam 
library alphabetically yeah. and just playing oh. a little bit of each one. Do you have Steam pulled up right now? Um, no. Keep, well, keep talking, but pull <laughs> it up. Keep talking, uh, but pull it up. I want to jump into a different tangent before we get done explaining the title, so keep going. I was playing this um, puzzle game. It's very cute. Very, uh, bubble graphics. Bobble. But that was it. Bubble Bubble. Uh, no, I don't remember what it was. With the little dinosaurs or whatever, the little dragons that shoot the... Uh, bust a move. Bust a Wait. move is the little dragons, right? Bubble Bubble's got dragons. Does and it? And then there's the sequel where they're humans or something. Oh, you're right uh, there. Okay, Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble has the little dragons, but is Bust a Move a knockoff? Because that's a, a game, right? Bust a Move is a game. That might be the sequel. Or no, what the sequel is one where they have shooting little rainbows. Okay, hold on. If I type in Bust a Move Puzzle Game into Bing, right? Because we Bing now to get our points. That's we got to get your points. Your Microsoft if you're, points. If you're a gamer, use Bing instead of Google, and they'll give you free Xbox gift cards every nine years when you get yeah. enough points. Yep. So if I type in Bust a Move Puzzle Game to Bing... What comes up? The Wikipedia listing for Puzzle Bobble, which looks just like the art for Bubble Bobble. So they've got to be related, right? Sounds like it. Puzzle Bobble. I agree. I Puzzle, agree with you. Puzzle Bobble, internationally known as Bust a Move. Okay. It's all coming together. It's a 1994 together. title matching puzzle arcade game. Okay. Go on. You were playing a Lumino puzzle game. Lumino City. Lumino City was the game I was playing because I'm kind of just... I've been hopping around my Steam library trying to be like, Matt, you have... Uh, there's like a thousand... Six, 645 games in here. And, and to uh, be clear, just just if anyone wants to search this game, it's not Luminosity. It's called Lumino City. Yes. Okay. Beautiful game. A little... It's for children, I think. The the puzzle, okay. the level of puzzles. It I looks see. like it's for kids, but I thought maybe that's just a cute aesthetic. I like a cute aesthetic. I like it. Yeah. It's very paper craft kind of. Do you um, play um, Donut County? I did play Donut County. Okay. I mean, I had kind of a unique uh, kind yeah. of a goose game, untitled goose game. I haven't played that yet. Oh, it's so good. That's a that's a funny one too. I think you'd enjoy the humor. So, Lumino City. Uh, it is. It is. It's a little too like easy. You, you can kind of just click around until you figure it out. It's a, a little puzzle game, but that is a game where like I got I got mm, I don't know if stuck is even the right word, but you know I'm figuring out the puzzle. Yeah. And if you looked it up, you would have you would have taken away all the value that the game is providing. Right? Sure. That is the game is to figure out the the puzzle. But in your instance, that's I just not. Needed- the to go puzzle, to the next, uh, yeah, right. like there's like, nothing to that, and and it's very like obtuse and uh, or well, that can obtuse, I guess, is like Zelda two, right? Ducking right. down by the wall for what is it like ten seconds or something? It's a long time. Uh, but let me ask you, Matt, real quick though, to your point, do you think because I'm playing this Final Fantasy game from the '80s on NES, or that's where I originally played it and then i'm playing this you know game that was made back then do you think because games were so scarce you had such few games that like you were just clamoring to click on everything and talk to everyone like back then in the 80s would you have never thought about not talking to every sage every wizard i don't know i let me tell i'll have well little gaming history of of me the first uh like overhead perspective RPG I had was Dragon Warrior. Okay. Sure. That I got for free with a Nintendo Power subscription. Wait a minute. They gave away yeah. a game with it? 
So Dragon Warrior, I believe, was selling very poorly. Okay. Because uh, I had that one on NES too, but I didn't play it as much as, as Final Fantasy. And uh, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know... I didn't understand mm. like leveling up. I didn't understand... I didn't like that you weren't attacking things, you know? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was weird that cities were really small, but then you touched them and then you're in the city. And <laughs> it was just kind of a lot of like, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know where to go. And that made me think I hate RPGs <laughs> and turn-based fighting. And I didn't play any of those. I, I never right. played Final Fantasy until... I've never played a Final Fantasy. Wait I'm at the point in my life where I would. Hold but on. I've never played Hold one. on, hold on. Because we talked about before getting the collection like I did on Steam and all that. And I want to do that. I, I want to do that. I, but I presumed that like you were going back like me and playing them. Uh-uh. You've never. No. Not seven, not none of the nope. PlayStation ones. Have you none played Final Fantasy Tactics? No. Nothing. But Chocobo that, Racing. That, Chocobo Racing. Might have touched it. Might have touched okay. it. Had some Final Fantasy friends, but Uh, you know how that that goes you just you write something off uh too too early in your life and i I do i like turn-based uh combat now i don't know what it was actually you know what uh i played um uh earthbound yeah uh, because the the aesthetic that i liked that modern i thought that was a neat twist uh and that's when I started to go, well, maybe this turn-based stuff is okay. But by that time, you're into Super Nintendo. Right. The old stuff is... go back. It's funny. So I had a similar experience with Final Fantasy. So like I said, I started playing Final Fantasy on the NES. It was one of my favorite games. Uh, you know, I, I, I think of it very nostalgically now. But back then, I would... I played it until I got to a certain point. So you leave the main castle, the main town, and you go on the quest because I think the the princess has been captured or put to sleep by an evil monster or whatever, whoever the first boss is. It's been a now it's been like a year since I played it again. But uh, you go to the next area, and as you're walking around, if you know Final Fantasy, it's very much you're walking through the woods. It's the random generated, like Pokemon. If you play Pokemon, Final Fantasy is the same. I guess the old ones. If I don't know if the new ones are the same, but you know, you step into a bush and randomly a thing will right. jump out at you. So I'm going through there. I'm fighting the enemies. It starts off with like, here's one orc. Here's two orcs. You know, just very easy enemies. Uh, I always played as the warrior. I think I just liked the red. You know, there's like four characters you can choose. I liked the way the warrior looked. He so, looks like a main character. He does. Like, like, yeah, he's like, that's the guy that would be on the cover. Yeah. You know, even though it's like, you can pick four, but it's like, yeah, the warrior. So I'm I'm slashing with my little sword or whatever you have when you start out honestly you may have nothing but i'm just you know i'm just hitting the guys okay one orc two orc it's fine i get up to the castle where the enemies are and i think there's some skeleton monsters and ghosts or whatever and i would always get to the point where i would get to the boss of the castle the very first actual boss you face and i would die and i would get so disheartened i would i would quit for you know and then i'd pick it up again as a kid and play it and i'd get there and i could never beat the boss so this is before these rpgs are widespread right it's like one of the first of its kind i don't know how these games work i didn't know you could equip armor and weapons sure yeah i i I, i'm just i'm just literally fighting and it says i'm leveling up right i'm like i'm getting better but i could never beat the boss no matter how i did it and it frustrated me so bad i played it when i got older and i'm like oh my god 
you can equip things to make your character better. I just didn't know. There, there's a ton of games that in my mind, I'm like, oh, I love that game. I played that all the time. And then I'll go back and find out I never beat the yeah. first level. Right. What did I do in this game? Just And you're playing it wrong. You didn't know. Yeah. Like, and it, that's the, like, and I know if you're listening to this now and you're probably listening to this and as an adult and you're like, that, that guy's so stupid or whatever. Granted, I was a kid playing this on the original NES. I'm not saying I was 20 and didn't know how to equip items, but like I was a kid and, and you have to remember this was in the early nineties. I was playing this game. There weren't 20 Final Fantasy games. There weren't Dragon Warrior and whatever, Monster Hunter. You know, well, and they, even, even there weren't 20 other RPGs. That, exactly. Like, this so, is like the one game of its kind that you could get a hold of. Yeah, so I didn't know, and we didn't have the internet. And granted, I mean, I think at some point I did borrow... And I just looked at it. I never used it, actually. I liked looking at all the pictures of the monsters. There was yeah. like a black strategy guide for Final Fantasy. I remember exactly what it looks like. And it had like a whole bunch of like blue backgrounds with the monsters and it would have their hit hit points and like their power levels and all that stuff. And I just like to look at it as a kid. But anyway, the point is like I never got that book and read from page one and was like, okay, now make sure that you equip your character with the best armor. Like I, you know, I was a kid, I popped in Mario, I jumped around. And, uh, so it was just like one of those things that I didn't know how to play an RPG. So it wasn't until many years later, even though I thought fondly about the game, cause I did like it and it was fun for me to play. But like you said, I played it as, I don't know, a teenager or something. And I'm like, I never beat this first boss in this castle. Like I, yeah. I you know, and, and at that point, I think I maybe went back to it. Now, I could be wrong, but I may have gone back to it after I played Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, which is my favorite on PlayStation. Um, I may have gone back to it after, and then I'm like, of course, I got armor, I got weapons. But right. I had that revelation where I was like, oh, my God, I was playing this game completely wrong. Well, that's the thing, too, I think, because you know, people would say, well, it's in the instruction book. Why didn't you, you read it? But we, when we first got a Nintendo, which is weird to think about because it was like a family thing uh-huh. like my dad played nintendo with this which my dad was younger than i am now at the time so i don't know why it's weird to think about him playing video games but like well, would you call it a family computer no i'd call it a nintendo entertainment system oh, okay it was an entertainment i'm sorry I, that's yeah. silly of me to th- okay go ahead uh but we had played some arcade games uh we never had an atari or anything so this was the first in-home console yeah. And uh, we definitely read instruction book. You know, you, it's hard to express today what, what instruction like, book is. <laughs> just like what getting a video game was yeah. like. Like you, you kind of have to imagine like this. Literally, for most people, a lot of people was the first video game you could play in your house. You don't know what to expect. You know what might right. be the closest thing is like when you got a Wii. And you're kind of going yeah. like, well, how does this work? How right. do I do this? It's new up, and exciting and you don't exactly, yeah. When you got an Xbox 360, you're yeah. jumping right in. There's no like... You know what an Xbox is. You know what a right. PlayStation is. But you're right. And NES was my first too. I mean, I have, I have video from when I was two years old playing literally yeah. i was two playing super mario the first one and i'm you know jumping around and I, you know dying a lot but uh, you know I, I could get the hang of it i just uh i just digitized a bunch of of uh home video and it's yeah. really and there's a video of me playing that's uh, awesome ice climber and super mario nice. and it's very funny to see 
you can hear my dad getting frustrated with me because I'm like running into Goombas <laughs> to, to hear the sound effect. Oh, that's uh, funny. and you're just playing it in a different way. But we read through the whole instruction booklet, and that's how we would do it. We'd like read the booklet and then go play it. We remembered that mushrooms were a power up, and we'd get the mushrooms. And I don't, when we would get a flower, uh, we would just go, oh, that one's just a flower and move on and we because we because we remembered like oh the mushroom is and we might have even grabbed it a couple times and you turn colors but we were we didn't equate that to like powering up more i think maybe we thought you would get even bigger with another mushroom isn't that interesting that seeing that's for people that are younger playing this and like i mean i'm in my 30s you're still in your 30s right Mm mm-hmm Okay, so like we're not that old, but still, the people listening—if you're in your twenties, if you're, you know, if you're a teen, whatever—you're um, just not going to understand that the language of video games was so new at that point. You, like you jump into it, right? It, especially people that were born with iPads and born with multiple consoles at home and all that stuff. You grow up in it, and the language exists. Like you learn to speak English. You're around people playing video games, so this stuff all just makes sense. But back then. It, we were figuring out how does this work, and uh, like you said, I mean, you get a mushroom, but if you get another mushroom, you get points. You don't get bigger again; you get points. If you get a flower, you get the fl- firepower. If you get another one, you get points. And you know, we were trying to figure all this stuff out. And as, as a young well, kid, it, and we never would have thought. I again, I, I'm sure we knew how to run, but you know, you play Mario now, you're holding that B button right the whole time. You, you don't never let go let of off it. Of right, it. exactly. But, we pressed one button at a time, you know, yeah. we didn't, you just didn't think about uh, uh, doing it a different way, which I'll tell you now, people complain about tutorials in video games. Oh yeah. Playing the tutor- the first mission. And I get it. Yeah. They can be annoying, mm-hmm. but man, to, to turn on a game like Final Fantasy and it's just like, throws you good, into it good luck i mean they assume you have the the booklet but right but as a kid and you know what that honestly i may not have had the booklet like i think i got it from my uncle I, my uncle bought it oh totally or and trading, so like he, you'd trade games with kids at school or yeah. you rent a game and they did you did you ever go to the places where they would make their own instructions so like they would type up an instruction page so they could oh, just, like blockbuster would give you the yeah their it, it, own it, little cheat sheet or whatever right and it wasn't like a scanned no fo- photocopied version they made their own so yeah. that's like second hand information or they're kind of deciding what's important and what it was right. just one piece of paper they yeah, were never gonna yeah. make like a full you know guide strategy guide yeah hi so um like, when i uh when i'm at schnooks i go and i get my eggs my milk and then i stop by for my schnooks brand strategy guide for for Final Fantasy. I rented a lot of games at Schnucks. I, people don't for Matt, sure. people don't understand and I know that we're going to sound like lunatics. You used to rent video games from the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. Shop and Save which doesn't exist anymore. Schnucks, Deerbergs, they had video rental places. That's where you got your VHSs and your Nintendo games. It's so wild too that they all had different selections. Yeah. And you'd go to different places to, I mean, I'd make when, you know, when I'm like 17, have a car now, yeah. I'd do the rounds, you know, yeah. see who's got what, go to oh. Village Video, go to Rogers. 
those are the good old days, man. I loved going to. So Schnooks was the closest. I could ride my bike to Schnooks. So it was the closest video store I had. I loved, I can remember the little, um, now if you go to a Deerberg's or a Schnooks, they all have like a little like uh, waiting room or not a wait, like a lunch. It looks like a lunch room. It's like got glass walls and there's tables and customers can go and they could buy something from the deli and eat it in there. Employees can take breaks in there, but it's just like a little waiting area. And I think most of those, if it's from an older building, were converted from the video right. store. And so you had the security thing because everything had to be like deactivated. So you couldn't just steal games out. They all had their little security devices on them. But I remember walking in, you had like the customer service counter. That's where you'd buy concert tickets, right? There was no yes, internet. Yes, yes. So you would go and you'd buy your concert tickets. You'd buy your six flags tickets and then you would and power balls or whatever if the adults would and then you would round the corner into the little security thing and you'd go to the video store and it was just a long aisle that stretched the length of you know maybe half of the grocery store and you had all your vhs tapes and you had a little section for video games and i i just loved it so much i loved what i would find there i'd love the previously viewed stuff you could buy that was a great way to get discounted movies and sometimes games and would love talking to the people at the counter and say hey did you get anything new in and you know that goes into the whole thing with the video store but my little early experience of the video store was the grocery store and it's yeah. something that people would never even think of today did you do the uh the little the little hack of uh checking the returns you know like what like they would, they would, you'd put them in a slot or whatever, sure, or turn sure. them and they would check them back in, but they'd set them like on an area of the counter before they oh, went to go put oh, them yeah, back oh on the gosh, shelf. Yeah, you'd always look so, yeah, the, the drop boxes, there would be like a little padded box that you would return your stuff in so that it hopefully wouldn't be late. Like with streaming, obviously, the convenience and there are no late fees. I mean, all that great stuff. But we used to have be charged if we brought something back late. And then they'd take them out of the box and they'd put them like on the counter or whatever as they were organizing them. I and yeah, you'd always go and you'd look behind the counter and what do they have in? And uh, for video games especially, you know, there were so few selections and so few copies that it'd be really hard to oh, find yeah. and that new game it, you wanted. When a new game came out, you you had to be on top of your, your game. Your game. <laughs> you had to. To, to, to get in someone. There. I see what you did there. You had to know someone. You had to get there early. Uh, you know, if they even got it on. Like, I, I, I don't remember release days when I was a kid. Like, I don't. That doesn't even compute. I don't think to I me. knew about it. Right. Really. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I wasn't like when NES and SNES. I didn't go. Oh, uh, Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil on SNES or whatever. Like, there was no like. Oh, that comes out on June whatever. Yeah. I literally went to the store, looked at what they had, and I was like, Oh, a new game I've never seen. That was kind yeah. of a, it's just a different time, oh, man. man. Hey guys, I don't I don't think every app's gonna be a nostalgic <laughs> trip down memory lane, but it's all. I, I remember the first time it was Village Video, and I wanted to get Bonk's Adventure. Oh, there you go. And the guy explaining that that's not for. NES. I, what was Bonk? Turbo Graphics? Sounds familiar. I didn't play that one, but it sounds familiar. They did eventually. There was an SNES Bonk. Maybe an NES Bonk, too. I, I'm, I'm I not sure. I remember the cat. Wasn't there a cat called, like, Bazooka Tomcat or Bobcat or something like that? What was the cat? Yes, uh, yeah, that's something. There was a cat. There was a cat. There was a cat. An orange cat called something like that. But anyway... But no. but yeah, the guy happened to tell me that that doesn't work on NES, and I'm like, what do you mean? It's a video game. 
I have a. I can play video games at home. Oh, a Busby, Bubsy is what I'm thinking of. But not Bubsy, because Bubsy. No, not. I'm just saying. I I was thinking of Bubsy. You were thinking of Bubsy. <laughs> it's a cat. That's the name starts with a B. I don't I th- know. But I thought you meant a Turbo Graphics. Oh no, Bubsy's I, an icon. <laughs> on, I'm gonna search Bonks Turbo Graphics. Let's see. He's a little caveman. Well, oh, a big yeah. headed. Oh, he's a caveman 3. with a big old head. Bonk 3? Did you play the whole trilogy? I didn't play any of them. I played the one on Super Nintendo on an emulator many years later. But you never got it, is what you're saying. You no, never... Uh-uh. Oh, I wow. never had a Turbo. All I, I think we, we were... I'll run you through Turbo it. Graphics NES. 16. A very Bonk's Adventure was the first game starring Bonk and was released for the Turbo Graphics 16 in 1989. We went... Uh, here's, here's my chronology of systems. NES, SNES... Did get that Sega Gen. Oh, yeah. PlayStation. PlayStation. Uh, never went to... PlayStation 2. Went Xbox. Oh. I rolled the, that die. Oh. Those, those di- that die? Those dice? Rolled the dice on, uh, dice. on Halo. Went, went all in on Halo. Okay. Never had an N64. Oh. Which is strange. I don't, yeah. I don't know how that ha- happened. How could I, you grow up in this time... With the love of games and not getting right. in 64. I That's think a, maybe... Were you being cool? Were you being cool, Matt? Were you too cool for N64? No. No? I was okay. never cool. Oh. No. It, it, it might have maybe... Maybe it was one of my dips in gaming. You yeah. know, over your life, you get some You get some dips. I tell you right now, if we're going to get in talking about it... Good. Let's I'm do it. Bit, I'm in a bit of a dip. I'm in oh. a bit of a dip. That's kind of why I'm going through is this. Why you're, is this why a you're doing this? Bit. I okay. Currently, right now... I hate video games, and I oh, so I'm can't, supposed none, to bring none you of back. them are fun. You're supposed okay. to bring back my love of video games. Every video I saw game the I twinkle play, in your eye and the smile when you talked about the video store. So I think it's already yeah. starting right now. This is the uh, beginning of something. I went and then I went. I went Xbox 360. I did get a PlayStation 3. Nice. And cell, then cell processor, six hundred dollars Blu-ray player. Oh no no no. I got it much later. Oh, you got it? Okay. Uh, yes, I, yes, yes. I camped out at CompUSA ah! for my PS3 and got the $600. Because here's the thing. At the time, right, you, I go, bl- I go Blu-ray player. Blu-ray player. Blu-ray, Blu-ray player. Okay, this is the deal, right? And again, kids, people, you'll never understand. And I'm not trying to say you're dumb or anything. It's just a different time. You'll... Oh. If, okay, you I'm so to, glad you'll never understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's for the better, for sure. But right now, if you had to go buy a Blu-ray player, which ninety percent of people, ninety-nine percent of people in existence, maybe ninety percent of people listening will never want to do or need to do. If you had to go buy a Blu-ray player, they are like thirty bucks at Target right now. They're trash. They're, 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 you, you could probably no. walk into a, a, a Best Buy and be like, "Is it cool if I take this?" And they're like, "It's fine. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead." Uh, if you could, right now, I, and I'm not kidding, Blu-ray players, 3D Blu-ray players, it doesn't matter. You can get a Blu-ray for, player for, for my 3D TV. For your, yeah, for that too. I know you're an early adopter. You can get a Blu-ray player at Goodwill for cheaper than a VCR. Oh, sure, totally. All day long. All day long, Matt. If you want to go get a Blu-ray player at Goodwill, they are six dollars. They are eight dollars. Yep. They are twelve dollars. Goodwill's selling VCRs for eighteen, for twenty, for twenty-four. People for physical media, people are you know nostalgic like we are for stuff, and they're buying VHS tapes and all that, and they got to have a VCR, which you know break are older and break a lot more. And so, you want a, bl- a Blu-ray player? They're handing them out like candy. I've been uh, I've been buying. 
uh, VHS video cameras. Um, yeah. and shoot, shooting a lot of stuff in VHS and all oh, that. Oh, when you're pretending to be a cool musician guy. Yeah, right. When I got, God, you know, I feel so uh, bad. It's, it's gotta it's be hard, man. I terrible, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, uh, VHS cameras are more expensive than like yeah. early digital video cameras you know right because those things are garbage like 320 by 240 recording on a diskette or whatever like you can't what are you gonna do with that it's so weird too that you can't really emulate vhs there's filters and stuff that do i think do do a a pretty good job yeah i think uh, i bought a couple for premiere they're okay but you know there's a difference in the real thing it's never quite exactly like the real thing tracking the flickering the everything and there's something to like when you make a VHS filter, you're making a very specific player, right? Like right. every VHS player and camera has its own quirks and stuff. So sure. it's kind of neat to be shooting on them and you just get what you get, right? Right. But like digital, early digital hey, you don't cameras. Throw a fit. Thank you. I just early wanted to. Digital cameras, you can just make it look like that in Premiere. There's no, it, that is what it is. It's just right. bad digital footage uh and it's interesting it's to the have a whole right like it, the older you get of the early digital cameras it's a very low resolution you can't upscale that it's not going to look yeah. good if you upconvert it you're still going to get like a wavy blurry look to it whereas film cameras or vhs cameras even it was low quality but it still had more like a film feel with like the the noise right it and just you, it, you can take your 4k you know, downscale it. Is that sure. what I yeah. say? And it yeah. will look exactly like those uh, bad digital cameras. <laughs> so there's like this whole era of cameras that are now worthless. Right. Right in the middle. Yeah. Of camera technology. There's and no place for those. Interesting. Unless you want to play your old floppy disks, like literally. And again, some sure. people sound insane for the younger crowd. And I don't know if any youngsters are going to listen to this or not, but it, there were cameras. You'd put a, a floppy disk or, you know, like, oh, like a three and a half or 3.25, sorry, uh, floppy disk in the side of a camera. And then when you weren't doing that, they were really cool because they had CDs, mini CDs. And then oh, hell they yeah. got they got really cool because you weren't putting a mini CD and you were putting a mini DVD in the side of it. Damn. So moving parts, a disc is spinning with a laser and so saving stupid. That seems the data. Stupid. Like really dumb. <laughs> but it's the only way they could store stuff. They, so, so you're moving around with your camera and there's a moving laser etching the data onto it. And then they finally got to memory cards where like a, a four or like a 256 megabyte card yeah, was right. $300. Yes. Uh, oh, and then I got an Xbox One and a PlayStation 4. And then I think... Oh, on, I on, think on. Before, before we go, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the point of the DVD player story oh, sure. is... Sure, 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 I, sure, sure. I camped out for the PlayStation oh, 3. Yes. It was a lot of... I know. It's a lot of money. $600 at retail. But the reason was Blu-ray players, the cheapest Blu-ray player, $600. I was a movie guy. Like I've always loved movies, video games and movies, if you can't tell and haven't listened to the other podcasts and all that. So it was like, well, I'm a gamer. I love games. This is the new movie technology. Sony invented it. And so they have the rights to it and everything. So I could either get a $600 Blu-ray player or a $600 Blu-ray player and, and state of the art gaming machine. 
It's a no-brainer. Or a $300 Blu-ray player and a $300 gaming machine. Right. You can break it down any, any way, way you want. Any way you slice it. Hey, I got that Blu-ray player and I got a free gaming machine with it. What do yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I think what I would tell people, because people would ask my opinion on these things and the tech or whatever at the time, and you know the internet wasn't huge, so they had a hard time just you know researching whatever. And I would tell people, well... Were you going to get a Blu-ray player? I, I Actually, I think I was maybe working at Circuit City when PS3 was still out. And I would say, why would you buy a Blu-ray player for $600 when you can get a Blu-ray player and a gaming machine that maybe you or your kids or something will use? And I would always tell people, buy the PS3. Which again, right? What a strange era. I, that's sort of the shift from video game consoles are completely toys because I did know, I felt, I feel like I know a lot of people who started getting using their PlayStation as a DVD player mm-hmm. in a way that, like, it was the home DVD player. You know, like their dad was putting DVDs into yeah. the PlayStation. PS2. Uh, that was the huge thing about it. Is it was a DVD player and really, I think, helped propel that system was their capability. Ooh, Xbox, you had to get the little mm-hmm. eye, a remote, it was like a, a dongle, little, and yeah, yeah it was yeah, a kit yeah. that you could, yeah. I had it because I didn't get a PS2. But then I, I did get, I got Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and I think I'm done with consoles. I think I'm a PC guy pretty okay. exclusively. Uh, I do, I have a Switch, but... I have one too. Is yours like mine? It sits in a drawer, never turned I, on? Yeah, played played Mario Odyssey, played uh, some of Zelda. I couldn't really get you into didn't like it. You like Breath of the Wild? Not really... No. Those guys, uh, Brad, uh, talking to the guys on the other podcast, they weren't, I, Brad at least was not a huge fan of Breath of the Wild. I was surprised. I'll try it again. I think what I need to do is just play the game. Because I'm trying to be like, I'm exploring and I'm looking around. And oh, I don't yeah. think there's anything out there for uh, me. Let's talk about this. So I, I brought it up on, you know, that old old news podcast that old gaming podcast but you your, know your let's, ex exactly we don't, we don't i don't want to hear about her we don't talk Kevin. about her so i brought this up and this is an interesting conversation i like to have with people and it's one of the reasons and matt maybe you're like this maybe this is why you're not as into gaming we're adults we have lives we have work we have relationships all this stuff right And we fit in gaming when we can but when i want to play a game i want to open every drawer I want to open sure. every. I want to open every it, door. I want to read every script. I want to. I want to. And I don't have the time for that. And so I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, maybe I just need to play the game. I've been. I've been thinking a lot about because there is a weird thing uh, now. Now, as far as aging, I'm not a guy that cares that much. I'm 38. I don't give a shit. Right? Like I don't. There's. A, oh. I think people are very embarrassed about their age, or they're like, "Oh, I'm older. I have to stop doing certain things, or oh, whatever." Yeah. Same, same. And that's a that's an older turn of thought too, though. I'm not saying no one our age does that, but like I'm 36 this month, so I'm very similar age. I don't. I don't care, and I I play games and watch shows. You know that I'm not like, oh, I can't right. watch a cartoon. Like whatever. Um. Oh no. Did I forget what I said? No, you don't care about age. Don't care You're about not one age. Of those guys doesn't bother me. I don't think you yeah. got to change doing things, but like, yeah, I do. Um, th- there's a, there's a time factor certainly, uh, in your life. And, and that seems to get harder. I do recently, I sit down to play a game and I feel immense guilt that you're not getting be, something done. I could be doing something more productive. And I'm at a point in my life where there is kind of always something I could do, 
right? 100%. Like, There's never something with work or with my hobbies. I'm, I'm just we're in the same boat. One of my favorite things about playing shows out of town or going on small tours or whatever is that it's one of the only times in my life where I'll be out in the world be alive i guess and uh i can't do anything there's no there's nothing productive i could get done you know i'm in a different city none of my stuff is here and it's like one of the only times i can go well cool i'll just chill now listeners Uh, now matt put put your earmuffs on for a second all right i don't want to hear this part okay don't tell Matt about laptops. Don't do it. He needs that break in his life. And I really don't want him to have to take his productivity on the road. So please do not well, write in about... Oh, hey, <laughs> hey. Do not write in about laptops. Okay. Hey, Matt, you can listen again. Hey. And there's just no way to do it. There's, no, there's absolutely impossible. nothing. Impossible. So I'm trying to think now, because right, right now I'm in a very... Like I said, I'm in a very a big old gaming slump. And I'm trying to be like, what even is it about games that I like. Like, what am I trying to get out of a video game, right? Yeah. And I, and I feel like there's, there's different layers of things and different things I want at different times. R- right now, one of the only games that I can play and kind of feel okay about is uh, Red Dead 2. Okay. And, and Red Dead 2 is a game that is, to, in my opinion, or the way I play it, it's just immersive. It's not a very good sure. game. As far as like, it's not hard and it's right. not like, it's not really challenging at all. You're, you like I'm to just, live in that world. I'm out there pretending to be a cowboy. I'm doing things like, if I don't feel like Arthur would ransack this house, I don't do it, you know? Uh, that's uh, a good question. So do you play what do they call it like white knight do you play good or bad do you i'm always very good i can't do it i'm the same way i can't can't be a bad guy like if you play fable your character is like a saint yes and i have gone i used to do both playthroughs which now i don't have i can't do it so i'll I'll watch a video of the end on youtube the bad ending or something just to find out yeah have the time to do it um but uh uh uh, there was a shift where where I did have the time to do that, you know, and I'd start a Mass Effect two bad guy, and I would just go, I can't do it. Yeah, I know it doesn't mean anything. I don't care. These are just, you know, they're fake people. But it's a character be you created to- that would not exist had you not created it. So like the stakes are nothing. You yes. literally invented this person to make these decisions, but it just feels icky. I don't know. Yeah, I always thought a weird thing. Did you play um, Saints Row four? I've, I think I own them all because I bought them like when they were yeah. cheap. I, I I'm not a Saints Row like fanatic. I didn't buy them new. I bought the new one new because my son wanted to play it. I think he played it oh, once and stopped. So that, that well, that was a great set. Yeah, and it's probably ten dollars now. I bought it for seventy or whatever. But um, I've dabbled. I've played them, so, but I wouldn't know the story. Or uh, I love Saints Row because of the customization. I'm a huge. If you can't, I've tweeted this probably a hundred times. If you can't change your clothes in the game, what is the point of making <laughs> that game? And if you can create a character and then there's no way to cut your hair in in the game after you've done that, I understand not changing your face, shape, but you better let me cut my hair. That's my character yeah. goes through things where yeah. maybe their hair girl they let it go for a while yeah. or Sometimes what will happen after a big mission, they have an emotional breakdown. They shave their head. 
Why anyway. isn't there real-time hair growth in games? Why is there not a character Red where you Dead start 2? out... Does his hair grow yeah. in the game if you don't cut it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well... It's... I, the best. I okay. I sidebar. Now I don't like to get into tangents. It's something I try to never do. And I've I promise that about it'll you. probably it'll probably never happen in this show. So I'm this writing is the down one- Saints Row Four so I can <laughs> come back. This is the one time I'm gonna. <laughs> so I started playing Red Dead Two. I thought it looked great. Whatever, and I got it day one. I was just so bored with the story. I quit and I never went back oh, to it. Oh yeah, it. I hell just, yeah, it's boring <laughs> so, as hell, dude. Okay, so anyway, back to. I love the idea, the mechanics, Rockstar. They make good games. But did man, you get, did you get out of the out of the snow? I got out of the snow and I got to that's a when town. It starts. Yeah, yeah that's I just I don't know. I couldn't get into it. The story I sure. thought was so. Long. But anyway, please. So go Saints on. Row Four, you are in a simulation. Your character hmm. is in a simulated version of okay. that city because an alien puts you in there and that's and not that, the president one right is that the third that is one the president one. Oh, it is the president mm-hmm. one. okay yes okay uh and it's just a weird it's a weird disconnect when i'm playing grand theft auto and i'm killing civilians or whatever i'm like oh my gosh this is terrible i can't believe i've done this yeah but now in in saints row 4 oh it's a simulation you're playing a game where your character is in a simulation and okay. that's like, well, these people aren't even real. <laughs> the the simulation fake yeah. video game characters are not real. They're Got not it. real. They're not real. But sometimes they are. I know. But one level deep, that's real. Two yeah. levels deep, that's fine. Kill I like them all it, you though. Want. You know what? Because as society, right? Like, it's a domino effect. Yeah, you, you draw your line somewhere, and you gotta, you gotta those. those... And currently, mine is one level Dude, deep. Yeah. I, yeah. A or simulation, yeah, whatever, yeah. A simulation within a simulation. That's just like whatever. Uh, that's fine. So, you know, this brings this is like Ant Man Quantumania, right? I mean, although being yes. really small is not how the same big as simulation, but it's a similar uh, quandary. So that's a game. That's a game I like, right? Uh, okay. uh, that I am just being the guy out in the world. The other what game about I games like, like Cyberpunk, where you can like change their wieners? Well, there was a bug where you would. Uh, when you took all your clothes off, you'd be wearing boxers still. So that oh. that was the one bug that that game had, and that ruined it for me. That's a game-breaking bug right there. Uh, <laughs> so the the other kind of game that I, I realize I like is, um, I think Elden Ring is one of these games that is just a game. Now, I know there's a story, and people love the lore of Elden Ring, but like on the George surface... George Martin, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's what they say, but it seems like any other FromSoft game. I don't really... Uh, but like that game is mainly just a mechanics... It, it is uh, Dig Dug, or right? Or like an old NES game. Like it has yeah. that vibe of like, all I'm doing is trying to like overcome this mechanical challenge. Right. Uh, and I like those games and I like, like puzzle games. What, what, what has frustrated me uh, recently, I think, a lot, I was playing Control, right? Okay. Love uh, that uh, game. Um, that is, I, that, I, I was loving it. I was loving oh, Control. No. Oh, no. I'm loving the story. And I'm reading all of the uh, little pickups, yeah. which, which is hard to do in games, you know, because sometimes they get a little... You're playing like Oblivion or something, and it's like this full book on Argonian cooking or something. <laughs> right, and you're like, oh, okay. I Actually, I think a thing in games that they could do better is like identifying what is just 
this world would have books, so here's a book. And like, this is lore and world building in the text, right? Because sometimes it just seems like it's world building that this book exists. Yeah. And other times it's like, here's history of the world. Anyway. Do you think that in games you should be able to pick up any book and it's a full book? I do think that, but I think they should put a little star by the ones that are fun to read. <laughs> so you can just read like 600 pages on just yeah. a random book that's on a desk, and then next to it's another full novel. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's so good. what happened in Control, I'm all in on the story. It's great. Oh, it's yeah. cool. What's the? And I'll probably go back to it, I hope. I hope this podcast will do that for me. I hope but so. But then I, I got to a part, and, the, and this lady, she's like, you got you to gotta go down to the, the control room. Uh, oh, I shouldn't clever. say, I shouldn't say control. She, I shouldn't oh, say hold on. Did, okay. No, we'll back up, back up, because that's not. <laughs> no, you got to go down to engineering. That's okay. where the switch is, right? Oh, okay, cool. So I'm going there, and then there's someone outside of the engineering room, and they're like, the door is opened with electronic locks, but the power station is cut off in these three points. And if we can open those three conduits, then we can get to the power station and turn on the power for the door. And it just feels like it's going, by the way, I'm a video game. Yeah. Like I am out of the world completely. And it just like, cause I, control is a game where I just want the story to keep going. I know. And, and, and I, that's what got me. I mean, I enjoyed the gameplay and I thought it was really cool once I got the combat figured out and all that, but man, what I was doing after I beat that game was for hours reading theories and things I didn't pick up, you know, all the little Easter eggs and all this. I mean, the lore is what really gets you into that game. Uh, Yeah, and so I think a lot of games try to do a mix in a way that, because if can... If control, and I know they're trying to like sort of lengthen the game to make it feel worth the the price, right? I I, do, yeah. I don't think it's always. I know some games add padding in bad ways, right? I think, I, and I feel, but I feel like I control, do not like games that just send you on little errands like that. Yeah. They're just nonsensical. Yeah. Control to me felt like it was just. It wasn't doing a like. Hey, we'll get we'll make them feel like they got their money. It was just like, this is a game. It needs to be the song. This is fun. You'll get to use the combat and stuff. But for me, it was just like, you know what it's like? It's like a musical. Uh, And when I'm watching a musical and and a song starts, I feel like we're just pausing the movie for three minutes. And that's what those kind of missions feel like. It's like, I feel like they're pausing to talk in between. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So yeah, man, I I don't know. I'm just trying to like uh maybe oh. maybe get out of my own way a little bit in that stuff and just be like, dude, just it's going to take 20 minutes of yeah. having fun. You're having fun. You like shooting things with your little powers, so yeah. just enjoy it. I will say for control in general, if you have time to play it, if you have time to do the puzzles and get through it again, which I don't know. I mean, obviously there is no time. You have to make it, right? Like we said, there's always yeah. something you could do. But if you feel like that would be a way to relax and be entertained. That story is so good and the lore is so good. And there's a sequel coming out. So uh, I think yeah. you should play it. Uh, funny story about Control with me. I had I had never, I shouldn't say I'd never played it. When it came out, I tried it. I think I rented it. And it was so clunky. I was playing on a PS4. I played on uh, 
I guess Xbox One. Okay, so you yeah, so you, uh, same kind of thing. Dude, so I was, the pause menu would take, I think, in it. Well, I think it would like take literally <clears throat> like three seconds to pop yeah. up. Which saying three seconds doesn't I sound know, that long, but, but it's a game where you're checking press. your map a lot. Yeah, and and very so annoying. It's a very I guess processor intensive game. There's a lot of physics and particles and a lot of stuff to it. So like the game was just too big for a PS4. Like, I mean, technically you could buy it and you could put the disc in if you still did that kind of thing and play the game, but it was so laggy and so slow and felt so clunky. I gave up on it. I did not give it a second chance. I played the first level where you're, you know, you just get to the agency or wherever you're in, you're running around trying to figure out what's going on. And it was so clunky. I gave up. So then years later, it might be a year or two, whatever later, I'm doing this podcast and Aaron and Brad are talking about this game's so great, Control's amazing. And I'm like, that, oh, I could never get into it. And Brad had told me after I quit, he was still playing it and he really liked it. And I'm like, I don't get what you guys see in this. So I go back and I play it and I think I'm playing it on either, I guess at this point, yeah, yeah, this is just recent. So I had PS5 and I had Xbox yeah. One, Xbox Series X. And so I actually bought it for Series X because I've been playing that more recently just because of Game Pass and all the free games I'm mm-hmm. getting. I say free. We brought this up for like I have the subscription so I don't have to pay additional for the games. Yeah. They're included. Is so, it, can I just... Uh, I love sidebars and I love getting off on tangents. Oh, perfect. That Yeah. What is the library on Xbox compared to PC like is there a lot more stuff on xbox no it's not a ton i think what you get is the 360 games so you get you get a couple there's like ninja gaiden like the the xbox you know when they made a 3d ninja gaiden game there's like that and a couple other originals those are on i think those must have got ported to pc because i think all the ninja gaiden games are okay on there but But there's a couple why would i say that i know what your point is right (laughs) i hate that kind of thing well actually do you have glasses matt because you may need to push them up yeah like you were just giving an example say it like definitely (laughs) you're like i think like the ninja gaiden games are are one of them and i'm like no they're not like okay well it doesn't refute my point at all there's Uh, a anyway there's a handful of original xbox yes. and there's several dozen of the 360 games that that work really well no problems they're great like they played they're not remastered or you know they play just like a 360 and i think that's really the advantage you get most everything else that's new comes out where you can play on pc yeah. and xbox which is great so i'm a huge proponent of game pass i've i've i didn't go through mine but i've owned almost every system i mean since i was a kid nes on i've video mm-hmm. games have been a huge part of my life and um you so i had Ouya. did you have an Ouya? you feel like a guy that might have had an Ouya. Had an Ouya. hell yeah have an Ouya. have the box still i i will never get rid of it whatever um i but, wanted one i just didn't that was a, oh God, a, what a, a point point in my life where what were they like a 200 or yeah any and, extra and all money the games was like i better be not free but then oh, they were God. like but then they're like but actually i want to get that amico that's what i'm i'm hoping for oh and uh, did you? Yeah, I, I did not pick up the uh, the Atari. What was the new the Atari that's like yeah. basically a pie? It's like a just a mini R- PC. They're right. Whatever. They uh, they're discontinued them. They went from like five hundred down to three hundred on their site, and I never followed. I was gonna get one if they were like two hundred sure. or a hundred yes. or whatever. But anyway, so I had all the Playstations, and I've been a PlayStation guy for a long time. I I loved swore by my PS3 and then because PS3 was so hard to develop by, for and I'm guessing if gamers are listening to this they know the story I'm not going to go into detail but PS3 uses that cell processor that no one knew how to 
program for. Mm-hmm. And so games started being buggy. And my friend at the time, Chris, he said, you know, he was a 360 guy and he says, oh, everything runs perfect on 360. And so there was a period in time where I switched from PlayStation to 360, even though I was yeah. a PlayStation guy, because I would play games like Guitar Hero, you know, when that was a big deal and it would lag and the notes wouldn't hit right. And I'm like, it's not me. Like literally it's like, I, it won't work. And yeah. then I got the 360 version. It was perfect. So just an example, but tons of stuff was buggy on PS3. So I switched to 360 for a while, and then my friend said, oh, PlayStation's better now, and then PS4 was great, and I went back. But in this generation, I love my PS5. I love the DualSense controller and all the features it has. I think it's great with the I'm, the triggers that you can you know press halfway down or whatever, they, the resistance and everything. Is it uh, correct that they are implementing more of that stuff on the PC Port that they're they're getting the triggers to work. Yeah, so they just they just released support on PC for the Dual Sense, which is like what would be the Dual Shock Five. It's now called the Dual Sense. Why? If you're listening to this, you know that. But anyway, they released support on the Dual Sense because they're starting. Sony's putting their games on PC, so you've got God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if Forbidden West is out yet, uh, and then The Last of Us is the big one that I think this month or next month comes out. Yeah, and so they now support Dual Sense, and so hopefully you'll see more games supporting that. Because I, I have used. I like that idea. It's a great control. I like the idea. Yeah, it's the, a great controller. So I miss that because I go to Xbox and I'm yeah. like, what? What did Xbox Series X, or you can use it on PC? You probably do. What? What did their controller do between Xbox One and Xbox Series X? They literally added some texture to the back. I right. mean, it's great. The texture is good. I like it. But they didn't do anything. They didn't innovate. Yeah. And dual sense is a huge innovation whether it be like you know the colors that it changes on the the t- thing and the touchpad or the, the like you said the adaptive triggers with the resistance so they innovated and they kind of won me over with that i like the playstation exclusives are really good but mm-hmm. i'll tell you what game pass you know i got in early and i was able to do the deal where you get like two or three years for half price because oh, cool. yeah. you convert your gold or whatever uh aaron is actually the one that helped me do that so it's running it was out too co- i couldn't it was weird it was i a- mean i mean I, it's one of those things where i know it's probably not that complicated but you ever do anything where you're like i didn't understand reading through it the first time didn't get it the second time and you kind of go well i'm i'll mess this up i'm i think i'm done trying to figure this out absolutely Absolutely. So I did that whole deal and I think it just ran out and I renewed for a year or whatever. But anyway, so I had it for a while. I had Game Pass for a long time and it was a discount. Now I have to buy it at, you know, full price or a little discount and I get like a discounted card or whatever. You can find them out. They're out there. Yeah. 20, 30% off. But it's worth every penny of that $15 a month. I'm telling you, if you have to buy Xbox Game Pass for $15 a month, which will give you access to PC games and Xbox. You get, if you like video games, which right now I don't. Well, so. that's the thing. You have to like video games, so it may not apply to you. Right. But if you like video games, $15 a month gets you new $60 and $70 video games. It gets you indie games. You would never think of paying 20 or 30 bucks because it's a crapshoot, right? You're like, I've never heard of this developer. Totally. Could could be amazing. Could be nothing. But like, you just you don't have the money to risk unless someone says, hey, this is amazing. And your time, right? We talked about having limited time. I can't just justify buying 30 40 $70 games to then play them once and be like, I don't have the time to play this. Xbox oh, that's like, Game Pass. I, I haven't started it up yet, but that Atomic Heart, by all means, looks like a game I won't enjoy that much. It's it's good. 
I like it a lot, and I hate to say it. Like, okay, last three games I've played, and I, sorry to get off on this tangent, but I did want to ask you about this. Last three games I've played, Atomic Heart, made by a Russian studio. I mean, it's Russian. Hogwarts Legacy. Do I don't have to go into it's Hogwarts Legacy, and then before that, High on Life. Okay. Wow. So it's wow. like. I, what I a feel, guy! I, what I a know. Guy. It's like I'm just trying to play video games. I don't know. I don't pick them because of the, like, you know. Yikes. But I know. So we're getting to a point in time where I'm sure you notice this online with movies, TV, people you like, or whatever. Everyone's canceled now, so it's very hard to navigate the waters. But anyway, the point is, High on Life was a sixty dollar game. Didn't have to buy it. Didn't have to support old. Oh, yeah. uh, Rick and Morty over there, right? So I played it. It's free. I already have the subscription. They're not making another penny because I played it. So whatever, you know, but I got to play it. Um, I did enjoy it until the game-breaking bug that got me stuck on the last mission. And uh, I spent hours, literally hours, trying to get past it. And then I went on Reddit, and people for the last month and a half have been talking about this bug. So, like, you just can't beat High on Life. That just, it it's ridiculous. So, oh man, and that's it. That's the end of it, right? I mean, like, but yeah, it's really hard. And, I, unless they patch that, and you can <laughs> hop right back in. But I, I've played games where I hit a bug, you know, far enough in, like eight hours in or something, and it's like, oh, I'd have to start over. And you're just kind of like, well, I'm never going to play this I'll ever again. Tell you the last one I can remember, you know, previous to this situation, Resident Evil Five, and I think I was playing it on. Maybe I was playing it on PlayStation. I think I was PS4 at that time. Um, it, my save corrupted. Like I was several hours into Resident Evil Five, my save corrupts. I have to start over. Yeah, no, not interested. I, I don't want to play it again. I don't have the time. I mean, granted, maybe I had a little bit more time back then, but still, like I've got other things I want to do. I'm not sitting through the same game again. I'm not right. a big, I'm not a big like you know play the same game ten times over, especially with the length of a lot of these games. And no. so you know, I don't, I don't know that I've ever. I mean, I've done it. I used to play through Metal Gears a bunch. That was a I weird the, outlier. I, love, I, love I had those to get games. those bandanas. Uh, Talk about story, though, man. I send me down the rabbit hole of yeah. ten hour, ten hour YouTube videos about this fox, this and. Can uh, I tell you another? This is a thing about like pre-internet, living yeah. your life pre-internet. Yeah, I never had any issue playing as Raiden, and I thought it was cool. I, oh, I liked being tricked. I, I did, but I i mean, obviously, everyone has come around on it now. Everyone loves it, and it's fine now, but okay, Metal well, Gear Solid. that is part of the, the point, right? To be a little bit like, well, when am I going to be Snake again? Like, they're intentionally <sighs> disappointing you. I didn't think was, that at the time. It was a betrayal of my sure. trust, Matt. It was... I know. Here's, and and here's, trust me, I didn't have any kind of like... Oh, this is a cool story thing they're doing in a, a subversion. I was just like, this guy seems cool too, I guess. Call me Snake. <laughs> I don't know if he says that, but <laughs> he, I mean, he talks like that for a while. But I mean, but that's you know, that's what he's based on, so it's just like You guys see his little naked butt? His, where do you see his naked butt? He gets captured and you're doing the you can do your little uh cartwheels, but he's still covering his <laughs> Is a uh, yeah. little pecker, but so Solid Snake is such a cool character. That first game, I I think, oh man, it's it's a toss up because I've kind of gone back and forth in recent years. But PlayStation One, I think greatest games for that system and some of the greatest games of all time: Castlevania Symphony of the Night, 
Sure. It is pure masterpiece. Love it to pieces. And Metal Gear Solid. That Metal Gear Solid game is so good. You had Metal Gear VR missions. Like, Solid That's Snake. That's a, a game I had to... I rented it, and we played it, me and a friend. And I was just like, this is bad. I don't... This sucks. I can't Even do like this. Even the repetitive VR missions? No, no, no. Just, just Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and then I oh no so I rented it like yeah. when it came I didn't know anything yeah. about it, it was it sure. was that kind of thing there's a new game on the shelf right. you look at the back this guy's got guns cool and it was before right you can't go like hey there's 12 Metal Gear Solid games like we know right, what totally. a Metal Gear Solid right. is you rented it going oh cool look at that bandana so then uh, a game pro came out or something and or maybe we were internet a little bit at the time I guess yeah but everyone's talking you were Cities. And I'm just like, what is everybody talking about with this game? Rented it again. And then I went, oh, it's different. This game's different than other games. Yeah. And I was trying to play it like, like another game. Other game. I'm going around killing everybody trying to shoot. I'm like, I don't even have a gun. What am I supposed to do? He thought, this is Crash Bandicoot. This this is not Crash Bandicoot. And that was uh, one of the first uh, times in gaming, I think, where I was like, oh, cool. You can do it uh, different. Stealth, And right? it's cool. Yeah. I can't think of i mean unless you count like metal gear games on nes but those were more action oriented I, I almost wouldn't because even so the msx different. games you are doing stealth but it it's like a puzzle game right so it doesn't yeah. feel the same at all um but yeah and i was gonna say so i know i was interneting a little bit do you remember well you never played final fantasy dang right right so for people that know final fantasy and final fantasy seven i believe god now i'm having trouble it's been so many years but there was a card game you know how like the witcher has gwent right so final fantasy had triple triad was a card Uh, game within the game i had a geocities website that i ran with a a friend i made at funko land his name was aj and it was called triple triad oh my gosh triple triad help dot com triple triad strategy dot com and we just like posted stuff about the game triple triad and i would have went with alliteration there i would have found a t for that i think triple triad tips there now see it's right there right it's right there i was trying to be like the canadian tuxedo though gotcha. see that's where the real gotcha. yeah but uh yeah it was a geocities remember website counters big deal huge deal. refresh oh the number that's what up. you wanted the number went up we used to show how many people went to a site on the wow anyway so okay metal gear solid masterpiece love that story so you came around on it you like them now or oh, i love it? i okay. yes the, the second time i rented it and i'm very glad i did i it became one of my faves of all time okay so if i were to list top five games or game franchises like i'm just off the top of my head here so metal gear solid sure yes castlevania I'm, symphony of night wouldn't love make it. my top but i love it really i love it so much uh dead cells have you played dead cells yeah it's okay Whoa, oh, wait God. i'm thinking of a different game what's dead cells that's dead, overhead no no no. dead cells is uh metroidvania it's a uh, procedurally generated so each time you do the level you die and then it, it's a different different rooms different positions i've never played this oh I, I'm it's thinking, so good what's the one where you're on a spaceship it's kind of cell shaded it's a no. rogue roguelike uh, yeah it's a roguelike um spaceship you're a prisoner and you get like everyone was really into it for a second that sounds like he's in a prison it's a but it's not a space it's a like it's, a this is uh, a first person game oh no returnal is the one on ps5 where 
Um, you play as Gwendolyn Christie is the is, is in space and it's uh, first person. Uh, I man, I don't remember. I, now the other guys after I love Dead Cells, I love Hades, and the other guys got me to play Rogue Legacy, which is the game that I like started Rogue Legacy, I I, and I and I loved it. Dead Wait. Cells is. What's the rest of the five? That's three, right? I gotta know. I gotta know. <laughs> all right. Anyway. I'm dying. My, the whole point, Matt, the whole point, all I was going to say is Dead Cells has a Castlevania DLC that just came out. That's all I was going to say. I saw that. So, I mean, I love Castlevania. I love Dead Cells. You got mm-hmm. two more. You got two more. I got three. Dead Cells was, I guess Dead Cells can be in it. That wasn't in it. I love Dead Cells. That wasn't even in it? You that got three more? Dead Cells, <laughs> Dead Cells has the DLC. Whoa. It's not, uh, Dead Cells is oh, like top 10. I'm on okay? edge of my Freak. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do a recap, Matt. Let's do a recap. Yeah, we need to. Metal Gear Solid, the first one, and we'll say the franchise, but like that say first the franchise. one. Yeah. Say the franchise. Yeah. Because uh, top lists are stupid, right? Yeah. Like it, things yeah. shift around anyway. Yeah. None. I'll never. Yeah. I don't. Lists are dumb. I I let I list. If I make a movie list or a game list, it's like these are games that I love. I'm not going. Right. This is the best yes. ever of all time. I, that's dumb. All right. So I love Metal Gear Solid. I love Castlevania Symphony of the Night in particular. Masterpiece. Great game. Uh, Bioshock the series, specifically Bioshock Infinite. But I love Uh-oh. Bioshock. Love Uh-oh. the story. The story's so good in those games. What do you got? Is is that is it going to be some crossover? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Right. Uh, Bioshock Infinite is one of the worst pairings of gameplay and story to me ever. I was going to say that was one of the best. When you talked Dude, about this earlier, I was going to say Bioshock Infinite no. has one of the most compelling, most intriguing stories yeah. with a great twist and a sure. great story with and a mind, a mind-bending right. We're on the same page. And I love Bioshock for gameplay. I cannot believe it. That's like one well, of my favorites of all here's time. here's my issue. I'm Booker, right? I got to get to this place. I, we got to get there. Uh, what's her name? Lady. I don't know. Yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. We got to go. We got to go. That's but how you can tell. Me, I don't remember stuff like that, but it's a good yeah. name. Elizabeth. But let me walk around the room with my shoulder pressed against the wall, digging through the trash before we go to the next room. And it killed the game because you have to do it. You have to do it in every room uh, because there's like an ammo scarcity thing and like there are things you need to pick up in each room, right? But why... Okay. Why is that any different from any other survival game where you have to find ammo and items and stuff? That's well, I mean, you, but, you won't like Atomic Heart then. I'm telling you what, Atomic Heart is like the biggest scavenger hunt with a Atomic Heart is Bioshock Infinite X Fallout. Like, that's what the game is. And you spend more time opening drawers and finding oh. parts to craft things than the story. So but, you're gonna, but what's hate the it. what's the like because like a Fallout, and I have a lot of problems with Fallout, I don't like Fallout that much, but you're in a post apocalyptic world, you are scavenging. I just feel like in Bioshock Booker, Infinite, you're in future like post-apocalyptic steampunk. Like it's incredible. I'm, I'm digging through the trash to get apples. <laughs> it just doesn't seem hey right. It just Elizabeth doesn't make sense. Will throw you an apple if you need. Well, it. and and then I think gameplay wise, they should have made that where you don't have to do because like Red Dead, you don't have to look. 
you don't have to do that. You can do it. But you can buy stuff in Red Dead. But you can buy stuff and you have it's enough different. money. You actually have too much money. That actually is a problem I have with the game. You have too much money. But but there's really no... It's a problem. I, I hate that problem. It's, I get it. Uh, there's no gameplay <laughs> reason other than if you want to to look through every single drawer. Uh, and I just wish Bioshock would have done something. I also... I don't... I don't love the story in Bioshock. I think... I think... I think... <sighs> It's a. It would make a decent movie, uh, and I. I feel like I love was, the story, man. I feel like it just could have been. Um, oh, metal, so- metal. Here's my. Here's my deal. This is stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I feel like Metal Gear. Let's just. Am I in game three of five? I can't remember. I don't know. Okay, keep going. <laughs> is, I hope that other people are are on this wavelength because I don't. <laughs> What this are this is for, this is an introduction. This is, and this is the best way to get to know us. And trust me, guys, we are gonna, oh, we're gonna have we're freaking gonna have topics. segments, topics, guests. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go. Uh, did you play? Well, never mind. That's not on topic. And then we'll just forget it. <laughs> but okay. Metal Gear's story is so cool because it cannot be a movie. You can make a Metal Gear movie, but that story. It's uh the guy that did uh. Is it Adam Wingard? Who's the guy that is doing... Like, there's someone making one. Oscar Isaac yeah. was attached. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know how they're going to do uh, any justice to that story in two hours. I don't... Uh, my, I think you just have to do something different or like... I mean, not that that's what they'll do, but... or part to be like of, a trilogy you know, or something. something. You know, for, for one story, yeah. But like, I, I think a, to me, a good video game story, what makes it a good video game story is that it uses that medium to tell a particular type of story that you couldn't right. tell outside of that. I feel like Infinite could have just, you could have just made it a movie. There's not a whole lot of reason that it had to be a video game, which doesn't mean it's a bad story. Yeah. I just wasn't like totally blown away by it. Uh, and then also, I'm, I don't think Booker should look through trash cans. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get in the nitty gritty, maybe this would be a good topic for another episode game mechanics that you hate. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, okay, so I think that was game three. I, we're going to have to go back to the beginning, Matt. We're going to have to because it was 20 minutes ago. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. And the thing Cast- about Metal Gear Solid to me... <laughs> <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. And Bioshock the series, but I yeah. love Infinite. Okay, love the story. All three of them, though. I, I agree second is kind of... The, well, maybe you won't agree with me, but I think the second is kind of the weakest story. I still yeah. really love the Never underwater world. and all. Yeah, I just... But I um, like the first one. I went back and finished it. I stopped it for a long period of time and then went back when I got the like Bioshock collection remastered and then I beat the second one. But mm-hmm. I love the world. I love the underwater world. Bioshock Infinite had a DLC where you could go back to... The underwater. It was really cool. I heard it's very good. I heard it's very good. It is good. Um, okay. So Far Cry. Like not Far Cry 1 and 2. I mean, they're fine, but they're like th- in that serious Sam. You know, you're on a yeah, beach. It's right. pretty, but like whatever. Far Cry 3 is where it sucked me in with the story. I love the story of the kids going on vacation. They're playing Crashlands or whatever. And then there's like, you know, they're on the island with the uh, the, the bad guys. You know, you have the Voss. Guys, you yeah. have Michael mando plays the bad yeah. guy and all that stuff loved the story thought it was that's super so funny because like he plays a bad guy yeah but he's so good he's the only he's the good one you know what i mean yeah. like he's the one that sticks with you <laughs> you you fight him pretty early right some point he's yeah. like out of the story pretty quick but 
but he's he's great. he's the good so, he's the good villain in the yeah. in the game. Yeah, it's really good. It's a really good story. Um, I, I just I really enjoy the gameplay mechanics. Beautiful, like at the time, and it still looks great. But you know, graphics are awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed Far Cry Four and Far Cry Five. Uh, Six has another Breaking Bad alum. It's got Giancarlo Esposito as the bad guy, and. I think it's more of a me problem. Like I just haven't had time. Uh, I love the far cry games and I think he makes a great villain in all the movies. I just haven't gotten through it. Um, five, five was really good though. I don't know if you played five, but that's the one where you have the, um, the cult. Yeah. Uh, it's a really, really good story. Joseph is the cult leader and he's got his kids and they're all the villains you have to fight and it's creepy and it's, it's just, it's crazy. So really, really played, good game. I played a little bit. I, I liked the stealth in three. That was yeah. the way I played three, and they have seemed to pull back on the stealth. Yeah, in the in every every iteration is more about like you can get a hundred rockets yeah. on your backpack. I'll uh, tell you, I I kind of lost interest in the Just Cause series for the same reason. Yeah, sure. Love Just Cause three. I thought it was so cool, and the fun of that is the explosiveness and the craziness. Um, but Just Cause 4, I couldn't really get into the story. And I know they just kind of lost me. I think I got mm-hmm. bored because they didn't really change from the same chaotic stuff. Uh, another great game that chaos related. Not on my list, Matt. I want to just exclude this. I understand. Um, Dead Rising. Uh, Those games uh, are so fun. Arcade, dude, zombie, cr- crashing. Oh. I have, that, th- that's not on your list? It's not. Well, it's close. but I've just gotten into, for some reason, when, when I'm printing shirts i print shirts uh one of the things i i can't really watch movies very well there's a little too much like focusing on doing things uh so long form youtube video game breakdowns i'm talking like three four hour long videos about dead rising one right yeah Uh, and i've been watching those and uh that's a fun series kind of to watch people talk about the downfall of because they get worse through like three and four are start to lose their way pretty pretty hard. But yeah. I love Dead Rising One Man, I we heard a demo was coming out on the three sixty and uh would check every morning. I don't know why they didn't say when it was coming out, but I knew it was coming out and they didn't say and I I got up at like six in the morning, five, six in the morning to play it. Man, memories. I I'll tell you what though. See, I mean I like them all, but Dead Rising three and four are my jam because the weapon. Okay, first of all, a mall, a mall. Oh, I'm g- this a is, mall. You got it. Yeah. Favorite three, zombie movie because four is back at a mall, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Favorite zombie movie. Yeah. Love. I love the idea of free reign in a mall. Go to the stores, get the different stuff. Four is so good. You got the graphics. You know, you can get a thousand zombies on the screen at a time or whatever. Just the way that you can stack the weapons and build the vehicles and attach the tractor to the car or whatever and shoot rockets and plow. You know, and I would I would go and try to chain together thousands and thousands of kills for the streak and everything. Four is so fun. So like that's one of my favorite arcadey type games. Um this is good. This is good. I'm learning our differences, and that's important. Yeah. For 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 a podcast, um, what's the word I want? Relationship. Oh, uh, we're taking this to the next level. I don't like the combo weapons. <gasps> I think it gets away from like I'm using whatever I have. 
Okay. At my okay. disposal, I liked, I'm picking up a frying pan. I'm picking up this. And then you would find like a sword in the sword store and be like, oh, cool. Now I have like a real weapon. This feels better. Okay. I liked them a little bit more when it was clearly you're just taking one thing and sticking it to another thing like in two. But when they got too much like I'm taking a teddy bear and a lighter and then that's making this machine gun I crawl inside of and drive around or whatever. It just got too... Uh, silly is not the word because I think it should be a silly game. It's arcade. It's just... It's supposed to be. Right? What's it's supposed to be silly. Five? What's number five? We'll do a we'll do a Dead Rising retrospective. We'll play through them all. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Uh, Borderlands, the Borderlands franchise. I love it. I love the humor. I love the looter shooter aspect and leveling weapons up. I think the writing, especially in the first two games, I like the third one just fine. I like the uh, the spinoff the the Handsome Jack Chronicles or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like them all. I don't. I don't. Uh, I like and I like the mechanics they added to that spinoff one to where you could like anti-gravity and stuff um i started playing tiny tina's i haven't finished it i still enjoyed it it wasn't as good as the others but i did appreciate the like strategy D D type you know jokes and everything um but i love those games and uh yeah okay it's five and obviously there's so many other franchises i love final fantasy all that stuff but those are my five that i really could go back to at any time and pick up and have a good mm. time if i had to say right now now, What's did you in? want me to interject yeah, after each one? Okay, cool. Yes, absolutely. I, I'll put Metal Gear in there. I don't think there's a Metal Gear game I don't like to some degree. Did you get into Snake Eater in the jungle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know people love it, and I've played it since I first kind of picked it up and dismissed it. Um, I don't know. I just couldn't get into that one as much, but I need to revisit it. I think so. I think it, it also does get a little more... It it feels weird at the beginning, and then it starts to get a little more like, oh, this is a Metal Gear. Like that's the thing. I couldn't get out of the jungle the first playthrough. Yes, yeah. I couldn't get out of the jungle. I'm like, is the entire game going to different scenes? Like you know, and you do the cut scene of going to the different part of the sure. jungle. I'm like, I can't. This is not a fun game. I finally got out of that jungle because I got mm-hmm. it. I wanted to play it in HD, and I think it was before they had released the 360 remastered whatever so i got it on ps vita i want to say so i was able to actually play it in hd and you could actually hook it up to the tv if you have the playstation tv i'm telling you i get the weird systems um and so i revisited on that and got out of the jungle and i'm like okay this is kind of a metal gear yeah xcom never played one xcom 2 might be the most time played in a game other than like a world of warcraft or halo or some multiplayer thing xcom 2 love it love it okay Uh, i i bought either on sale or one of those giveaways or like i do humble bundle whatever i think i've got all the games let me look is it a steam game yeah yeah and that is a game i've been looking for something like it and nothing nothing gives me what that so here's the thing you get a squad of random people, right? But you can okay. rename them. Very, very um, uh, Oregon Trail style, right? Kevin Brackett is yeah. in my the current game I'm running. Uh, I believe he's a sniper. Um, oh, okay. And and they'll die, and there's permadeath, right? Oh. So if Kevin Brackett dies, he's dead. Oh. But it also does a good job of like. Um, so people will say that uh, Three Houses. What's that game called? Switch uh, Nintendo. Fl- there's a bunch of me. them there's a bunch of them in 
Smash now. They're all the sword guys in Smash. Sword uh, guys. Ki- not Kingdom Hearts. Not Kid at Icarus? all Kingdom. No, no, no. So I, I don't play Smash. I hate Smash. The, that the might su- not win me any fans. The subtitle is Three Houses. They just came out with a new one. Fire oh, Emblem. Okay. Aaron, Aaron loves Fire Emblem and all that. I, I've never played So them. here's my problem with Fire Emblem. It is squad-based or, or like tactics sort of combat. Okay. And there is permadeath, but they're story people. Right? Like, you talk to oh. them. So, in that kind of a game... So, it changes the story if they die? Yeah. I mean, I think they have, like, their own personal stories, and maybe it changes little aspects. Okay. But, like, I can't let that happen. You know what I mean? Like, if it's going to affect the story, and I'm going to get a worse ending or something, I can't let this scripted character right. die. But yeah. a Kevin Brackett that I have created... Mm. That is the story then. If you yeah. if he dies and that's a story that like I'm sort of writing and they, they don't do anything really with that. Like it's all what you're kind of making up as you go and it just does a really good job of like letting that happen. The, the, there's I swear there might might be I don't really look at the the numbers of individual people but like okay. you'll start to be like now Kevin he's a great sniper but Freaking Joe can't hit nothing. I can't believe <laughs> they actually this give guy. Stats, you think? I, they do have starting stats, but I don't know how they affect. You know how that is. Like once you level up, a point here or there doesn't really matter. Right. And I think it probably is like that. But it feels like you've got better people, and and it's uh, great. It's great. I love it. And and yeah, there's there's like there was a Gears of War tactics that just didn't because you've got these named characters that i can't let die or maybe there is no permadeath or like um it's it's, i need it i need it i need another game like that and then they did that marvel midnight suns for for Axis. yeah i've heard i mean i've heard mixed reviews on that one i haven't played it i want to play it because it's the guys that did XCOM, but like that's totally not what i want at all you're not gonna yeah they're gonna be wolverine and stuff you're not gonna give a random character powers and there is no permadeath but again like if it was like oh spider-man died on that mission the end i'd be like well no i guess i gotta reload right but i'll let kevin die oh no i thought the whole point of that story was you would never Mm, i'm i'm trying i'm sending him (laughs) way out front he's just too good of a sniper you don't (laughs) he's a sniper on the front lines you're definitely gonna get me killed well that's two uh (laughs) i guess i might put I might put the Dark Souls games in in a top. I've spent a lot of time with them. Um, okay, I played Bloodborne the most of those type of games. I've never really gotten too much into the Souls. They're very much on that. Like this is a game, right? Like this yeah. is just, and I, I like that. I appreciate that. Maybe I'd have to put Red Dead in there. I just oh. spent a lot of time with it. Um, I'm I'm also having some, I guess, what you'd call recency bias. I'm trying sure. to think of older. Well, that's games. why this is a fluid list. This is off right. the top of our heads. You know, like a 10 second answer. I mean, this is just a real quick. Because also, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, just just breezing through this. Yeah, this uh, is just. A, yeah. Also, I'm saying games I've spent the most time with, but like, thrill of the fight on the uh, on the quest, the Oculus what? Quest. It's a boxing game, and it's is it really awesome. good. It's so okay. good. I have a quest, and uh, the game I played the most, I think I even sent you footage <laughs> uh, from it, is Resident Evil 4 VR. Like, yeah. I, it is incredible. I'll tell you what, for VR, I don't know if, if 
the listeners, if you've never used VR or whatever, the Quest 2 is really good. It's a great machine for a few hundred bucks. It does a really I'm, great job. I'm, I'm playing on the original. And the original? And I, I think the original it's too. fine. It's good. Like, yeah, they're very If you can find one cheap. Um, yeah, you oh you can get pre-owned on Mercari or something for like a hundred bucks because the Quest they raised the prices because old Zuck got in some trouble uh, losing several hundred yeah. billion dollars over there, so they had to raise the prices. But well, those original systems that that's the thing. The original system doesn't play Resident Evil Four. That's why I had to get the new one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with that being said, maybe you can get a pre-owned one of that. The Quest Three is coming out. So, um, but Resident Evil Four VR is incredible. It is not just oh hey look it's a gimmick and oh you can look around it's right. 3D. Like you feel like you are in that Resident Evil game and you you know you carry the gun on the side. You have a first aid spray on your shoulder and you reach and you grab stuff. You take the gun out and you release the magazine you grab a new magazine and put it in like you are immersed into the world in a way that i've used vr for a long time i've got the htc vive i've had that since it came out i've got the oculus rift um yeah right i don't know anymore yeah like, they read the computer one like i've been an early adopter and, and vr has really blown me away i have playstation vr but uh the quest 2 and this resident Evil 4 vr i mean that is it's the most impressive VR game I've seen. You know, VR games to me for most of the time have been like mini games. I'm not trying to right. take anything away from them. There's amazing VR games out there. They're tech demos, a lot but, of them. But they're like, hey, this is VR. Let's, what do you call it? Like Gorn. They're like waves. Wave-based, like, yes. Yeah, okay, we can throw these enemies at you. Do it until you can't do it anymore. Start yep. over. Beat Saber, play a song, right? But like Resident Evil 4 is a full AAA story with fully recreated for the vr world and so it really you know with the cutscenes and everything and it's been the greatest vr experience so far and i mean if you if you can play that one i'm sorry matt hopefully you will someday oh, but I, I can got that 4080 baby i'll plug <laughs> that i'll plug that thing right oh in. pc there yeah you go. but uh, anyway it's it's great yeah th- thrill of the fight thrill of the fight it's a boxing game it's all um it's a workout it's a workout i use it for yeah. exercise uh, and it's it's intense. Like you can't knock the people out if you don't punch hard, or you can't win. You know what I mean? Like a lot of boxing things in VR, or even like Gorn, right? You don't really have to swing your stuff that hard to no. to win. You can just sort of waggle around. But right. uh, Thrill of the Fight is that's great, man. It looks like uh, shit, but it it's <laughs> uh, it's good. And then uh, I five. I don't I don't know, man. I. Like Super Mario World, I I love that's, Super Mario World. That's will, a hard one, man, because I would get a ninety six exits on that. <laughs> they had a uh, one of those SNES minis across yeah. the street at this bar where we'd go eat all the time, and I was getting the ninety six exits on every save file, <laughs> and I did it on two of them, and I was in the third one, and somebody spilled a beer on it, and it no. and it broke. And no. uh, I just wanted to see a save file with all three, all, all of them. Oh my know? gosh. The, so that's, that's a tough one because I almost, when I was like fishing for that fifth one, I almost said super Mario because I mean, those were my first games. Those on mm-hmm. NES, I started playing super Mario, you know, super Mario two is whatever, you know, that's what it is. It's not really it. a Mario. I mean, it's fun, but it's Don't just not you a, say it. It's Don't not you a, say it. They reskinned Doki Doki Panic. It's Doki a Doki Mario Panic. game. Yeah. Okay. Shy guys so, are still around. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the lore. You've got Eggbert or whatever. It's fine. Birdo. Um, Birdo. Sorry. Birdo. Good um, grief. Female. She's got a bow. She's a female. Some people don't know that. 
uh, right? what was uh, a trans in the original booklet. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe preferred oh, okay. to be called a woman well, is what it said in the in the booklet. Well, there you go. Okay, fine. I don't I don't know if they would have uh, been as. I think maybe that was supposed to be funny. Oh, you're saying it wasn't progressive. In the... I don't think so at the okay. time, but okay. but in that is what it says. or whatever. Okay. It, it, um, but Mario 3, I think, is is a masterpiece. That is, uh, for the NES, I mean, I think that's one of the greatest games. Oh, yeah. Greatest Mario games. Super Mario World, of course. I mean, that's just, it's brilliant. It's amazing. It's a great way to take it to the next step. And then I never really got into, I, I played 64. I mean, I know you didn't have one, so you probably didn't play it a ton, but... It played it. It was whatever. It was fine. It was a cool tech demo, if you will. And obviously, at the time, I mean, you know, when Banjo Kazooie and Conquers yeah. Mad Fur Day, these platformers were all the rage and they were cool. I never really got into it. Never played Mario Sunshine. Played Very Mario Odyssey for played Odyssey for a cup of coffee on the Switch, but never finished it. Never really got into it. But I'll tell you what I love is those games like on the Wii U, and then they ported it to the Switch. The like super. What are they called? Oh, it? yeah. Uh, new, new Super Mario new Brothers. Super Mario. Love it because it takes the best. Oh, and 3D World. 3D World is a I masterpiece. Like 3D World. Uh, that was on the Wii U, and then I think they ported it to Switch as well. 3D World and New Super Mario Bros. U. Those games, like, they exemplify what a Mario game is. They took the best parts of the 2D platformers. The New Super Mario obviously just added a 3D look to a 2D yeah. side scrolling type game. Really fun, but had the same mechanics the same fun gameplay and then super mario 3d world again just takes to the next level where now you have a platformer which is like still has the 2d feel to it but you added 3d in a way that like i think was lacking in 64 and some of those other games i couldn't get into it had the fun and the simplicity of the 2d games but adding in the 3d worlds and really fun stuff so i'll tell you what i love that 3d world game i i I think I got to like the hundred percent in the secret cool. world and star yeah. level and all that. Great game. I liked Odyssey a lot. Uh, you, you know what? The, the The Witcher might Witcher three might be my if we're doing like modern games. Yeah. That might be my favorite. That has a very Red Dead vibe to me. Okay, it's that's not one a of Brad's game. favorites. Uh, I just like the I like the story. I like that. Uh, there, there's games like Mass Effect, right? That kind of started the whole like not started, but early um morality based you can make choices and stuff right but yeah. but it's it's very thin like especially now looking back it's i'm the best guy in the world or i am an evil monster yeah um i love the fable games are they ever Night gonna Steel make a republic f- yeah they're are making they, they're making one right now like i've been waiting in development like they, it never came out last gen like it was they 360 just, and then they just announced something that like they're like it's a long way off was the, oh, okay. the last thing they said but and like, but, let's you know, be clear. I'm gonna play it as a good guy. Like I don't love those games. Yes. I like the idea of choice, and then I just want to make the good choices. I don't so know. This, this <laughs> is the thing that I think The Witcher did right, and most games yeah. don't do. You are always Geralt, and all of the choices you can make will, what he says at least, make sense for him. Yeah. Like he, because Witchers aren't supposed to. Like their whole creed is that they don't help people without taking money. So if oh, you okay. if you say, "Hey, give me some money for what I just did," it doesn't feel like this evil thing. Or like if he doesn't want to help someone, or if you don't want to do the quest, he'll say like, "I can't get involved in this." It's not like a, 
I'll kill you both or or whatever. It's not uh, like Mass Effect where your your dialogue choices change the course of the story. Oh, they do. They do. I I think they change them more than okay. one of the very first quests you can do. It's very good. Uh, lady's sick, and you can go make her. There's a person helping her. She's knocked out or whatever. You can make the potion to cure her, but it's a witcher potion that only witchers are supposed to take, so it Mm. might work, it might not. Or you can just leave her to her own thing. So you make the potion, of course, because I'm a good guy. Uh, And I'm playing, I'm going on, I'm doing my thing. Hours later, you go into this city and a guy comes running up and he's like, hey, are you the guy that helped that lady and i'm like yes i am and it's like hey man she is a vegetable now she's alive but she's she's just catatonic she's nothing there and he's very like she turned into a monster like resident evil style and is now killing people in the city no and that's the thing there's nothing that's it that you just find out that it was bad or or that every choice you make is not you you left her she would die Yes, and he might come up and, and say, hey, you left her to die, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, but, that, that kind of sucks. So you can't make a good decision uh-uh. in that case. Like you just And there's a lot of situations like that where you can't really make But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, choice. okay, it changed the dialogue and what happened, but you didn't actually change the outcome. Like she's... People, well, there's other... I mean, people can die, but it can change the ending, yeah. things like that. Okay. I want a game... And again, this is just an introduction, guys. We're going to be so on a track. And you know what? Con- concise. I was going to uh, say, these are not going to be two-hour episodes each time. No, no, this no, is no. like a free free flow experiment. Like just a, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll be longer usually. Um, <laughs> I, I you want, think this is real spoilers Patreon? <laughs> I want a game where refusing a quest is sometimes a good idea. I have never played a game where when someone's like, can you help me do this thing? That there's any benefit gameplay-wise to saying no. Hmm. And I want a game where maybe it's just time limit, like you can't do everything or... Oh, that's... Uh, oh, hold on. This is bringing back a thought. There may be something like this. Because you're right. So if you have a side quest and the person goes, please help. My daughter is missing. Can you go find her? And you say... No. And then you come back 10 hours later. Please help. My daughter right. is missing. There's no good or bad. There's no difference. They wait for you. Um, but there and if is you say some no, game where it runs out. What is it? I was playing something and I swear. But even gave, that, right? For me, it's like even if it runs out, you can't take it again. There's right. never a good reason to say no. Oh. You You don't like gain anything or like not make some. Sometimes there's faction things, but that's even pretty rare you know that like talking about factions man that lord of the rings game the one, one? where you, the one uh shadow of more oh shadow yeah 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 and then shadow of war the sequel where they came up with that system and then yep. wb copyright or patented that system so no one else can use it in any other game and like it's such a great system where you level up and the enemies get harder and all that stuff and it's like they're not doing anything with it dude i think to me, the best use of that would be a bully sequel. Yeah. Because you can't kill people, right? Like right. any game where you can kill people, you have to have some magical right. reason for that. But like in bully, you would just beat them up and then they could always come back. It would totally make come sense. Back that stronger. They could, right. Bigger bullies. Bigger bullies. There you go. Uh, How is that not? I mean, I don't know if it's just the time we're in. Like, I just, I guess you can't really make a game that's about a bully. I don't know. And would it. Would it sell as... I think yeah. Rockstar's are the thing where they just can't do anything else, right? Besides... GTA. 
<clears throat> and so, Red Dead, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, sometimes like GTA is the GTA thing is wild. I mean, I know it's a whole. That's true. You're are right. Are we allowed cause... to talk about something else? Are we like? Can I talk about GTA now? Um, as long as you don't wrap up what you were just saying, I okay. think that will be okay, fine. Okay. GTA, right? Like PS3, 360, PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series X. Like that, that game's incredible. And like, I think they just make trillions of dollars off it. But isn't that weird that we live in a time where you can just not yeah. make the next game and like this thing yep. can live forever? I, it's a wild concept. I think that's funny because I'm saying Red Dead because it sold so much. I'm sure it was a big success or whatever. But it must pale in comparison to what the oh. multiplayer of GTA is doing. Which yeah, like and that's to be clear, it's I mean the story is fine. It's a cool story and you know, you got heists and all that good stuff, but I mean the online is just it's unbelievable that they're yeah. in like chapter 24 of the online story yeah. and they get Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre to come play parts and like that game has taken on such a massive following. And it's funny because like I don't really know anybody that plays it. I don't uh-uh. know anyone that's a religious GTA player, and I don't hear about it. Like if I pull up Twitter, or I go on Facebook. No one's talking about GTA, but there must be yeah. hundreds of millions of people continuously buying the shark cards and upgrading their vehicles. And like yeah, it's just what even demographic is it? Because I feel like it's yeah. not. It's not like it's just like oh, younger kids play that because they. I know what they play to some Fortnite. degree, right? Like, like yeah, they're playing not, Fortnite. Yeah. They were playing uh, uh, Among Us was a big, or, or uh, Fall Guys was a big one for a minute. Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, I feel like I, I have a little bit of an idea of of what like a, a much younger group of people play. Twitch is how you find out, right? Twitch is sure. how you find out how yeah. many people. Okay, so if I go on Twitch right now and I type in Grand Theft Auto Five. There are 113,000 viewers Jeez. right now. 113,000. This is 11 a.m. Central Time, our time. Just, you know, 100,000 people watching someone, someone else. And that's someone watching. That's not even all the players. Like, By the way, is, I'm not saying watching someone else is bad. To be no, derogative just, to that. I'm saying that if that many people are watching other people play it, how many people then are the people playing? that are playing, because yes. they're all probably playing it, and then. Yeah, right. I I think I've got a pretty big revelation for you, though, Matt. So I just said a hun- over 110,000 people are watching GTA 5, a game that came out on, debuted on PS3, and yeah. we're now two years into PS5. Fortnite is like clearly one of the biggest games ever, right? Sure, yeah. 160,000 viewers. GTA V is over 110,000. Wow. I mean, it shouldn't even be. I mean, uh, not shouldn't, but you know, you know yeah, good even for that. Close. But it's like, yeah, why? Why is GTA Online at 110 compared to the most popular game in the world that is like all the yeah. kids are playing it and everything? So that is the power. That is why Rockstar's not making new games. Yeah. they're like, oh, we got a pretty good thing coming out. And like, uh, what if six comes out and it sucks? Well, and they're going to just cannibalize right? their own. They have to have something. Right. Gosh, think of all that progression that people will lose moving over to a new game they've got to uh, transfer it right because so you're right you have hundreds if not thousands of hours you you could transfer your character they just did the thing not just within the last year or whatever when they made the ps5 port you could take your character on ps4 that had yeah. two thousand hours one time you could move it 
on your account to the newer version because yeah they have to realize people have money into this game right this is no longer oh man i've got a hundred hours on my save file and now i just bought the ps5 version i can't transfer my save and like get to the story i was at it's like no 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 i have six thousand dollars into gta online like you have to let me transfer it but are you You gonna you know what they should do what's that you so you start a new character it's a new game new city Mm -hmm. but if you have a character on five yeah that's like your cousin in another city Oh, you can can pop over they'll send you money or so they'll wire (laughs) you some money or something or do they keep it i mean this probably won't work maybe with all the servers and everything but what if you could bounce back and forth in gta 6 online and go to your gta 5 city and keep your casino that'd be wild i mean that would be like right the thing right like you've already built up this world but like it's six you don't want to just have the same right they have to give you a reason so you have two cities you can go to gta 5 online whatever is it san andreas whatever the five is you can go there and then it's not what is it it's not because i thought they brought i thought the map from five is san andreas or part of it is it not I don't know why I can't think of it at all. Like I have usually, you know, in your brain, you got like yeah. a a letter or something. But I don't. Uh, wow, we're game guys. Or Los, Los Santos. Los Santos. Okay, I don't know why I was thinking there was a crossover between one of the older games. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, you play I, as CJ in five the whole time. What? I'm no. Not, I'm not. Oh, I'm I was going to say, I was, like, I'm just I was like, wait a minute, what happened? To, it's it's uh, the same character. <laughs> Trevor and Mike. and No, 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 no. No, it's just CJ? That's a, that's a DLC. Well, listen, Matt, did we finish the train of thought? What were we talking about before I went to GTA 5? I know you told me we have to go back to it, so. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Super Mario. So, yeah, that'll be my fifth. That's your fifth? All right. Uh, that's my fifth. I guess. All right. Mm. Okay. That, that's it, right? We can't talk about any other subjects. It seems like this has been a great introduction to who we are. Yeah. Uh, certainly not at all what we're doing here. Yeah. You know, this is a get to know us, our experience with games. I think you've gotten a whole history of the games we grew up on, what we like to play, all that How stuff. How we rented so, them. Yeah. <laughs> I, you tell me. I don't know. I mean, we, we haven't actually really discussed this at all. I feel like this will be somewhat of a, of a loosey-goosey show as in... Each ep might be a maybe one day we're talking about one game, maybe one day we're talking about favorite weapons in gaming, maybe one time we're talking about combo weapons, com, com, our favorite combos, our favorite characters. <laughs> uh, maybe we're playing an Bubsy. old game. Um, we will hop around a bunch. It's not like a, this is a gaming news podcast and that's what we do type of type of deal. How about Earthworm Jim? I liked Earthworm Jim. Good old Earthworm Jim. A video game character that they spun off into a cartoon series. I had the toys. That's how popular Earthworm Jim is. And yeah. if you're asking who the hell is Earthworm Jim, it's a valid question, but Earthworm Jim was huge. And he is getting an exclusive game on the Amico. No. Well, I don't Stop think it's it. happening, but you can see a, a quote demo for it. Really? Uh, that doesn't, I don't think it's r- real. Old that, Tommy. That old Amico been, thing isn't happening, is it? Is I it don't, really? I, oh, uh, you got some YouTube videos to watch. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Am I right uh, about that, Kevin? That, that maybe we do it. We don't. Whoa, we'll bop around between different things. It's there's not, not every, a set format. This Here's the deal, Matt. And I want to tell you this. and I want to tell the listeners this. We're a couple of guys that like to play video games. We're 
throughout different points in our lives, our video game playing has been maybe our whole day, our whole week, our whole month. Maybe it's been one time late at night that we've been able to squeeze in a couple levels of whatever. It varies. We're not professional game critics. We don't play every new game. We don't collect every retro game. We're just a couple of guys that like games, have always liked games in one way, shape, or form, and we just want to talk about games. And, per- and perhaps, maybe the goal is to make me not hate video games anymore. Well, that is also true. I actually started this podcast thinking I was going to talk to someone who liked video games. Uh-uh. No. And so it's interesting that I decided to start a podcast about video games with someone who does not like video games. Don't care for them. So we'll see how that goes. So it will be a journey, a journey of discovery. We'll laugh. We'll cry. We'll hurl, maybe. I don't know. It just depends. If you're going to hurl, hurl into this. <laughs> exactly. The Mirthmobile. We'll play. We'll set up. You know how people do like, I put a PS5 in the back of this Volkswagen Passat. Oh, yeah. Let's put a PS5 in the back of the Mirthmobile. Do you want to? We could play the Pimp My Ride game for the next episode. I have it. <laughs> I own it. Cool. I know exactly. I know exactly where it is. I own the Pimp My Ride game on, I think Xbox or PS2 or something. Yeah. Do you? Do we say what we're doing for next time? Do we know? <sighs> That's a good question. So, if you listen to this, if there is a place to comment on it or whatever, maybe throw out some things that you'd like us to do. Obviously, again, it won't be as freeform as this. This is a get to know you episode. But like Matt said, sometimes we'll play a game and talk about it. Sometimes we'll do an interview. Sometimes we'll have guests on that are video game collectors, people that uh, have been, you know, in the industry or around it. Um, we're going to change it all the time. But if there's something that you want to do in particular or hear us talk about, feel free to give a suggestion. Um, but rumor has it, we may be doing a live playthrough of a classic PC game. And I don't know if I want to give away what it is yet, but if you grew up in the era of playing 386 PC games, you may be very familiar with this game. And then this is where we'd say the thing that we say at the end of every episode. But we don't know what that is yet. Should that just be our thing that we say? And this is the part where we say that thing that we say at the end of every episode. But we don't know what that thing is yet. Oh, just right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I like funny things. I like it. I like funny things. Well, Matt, I like funny things. (laughs) Kevin, (laughs) I like funny things. (laughs) Hey, Matt. Until next time, keep gaming. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Game on, gamers. (laughs) Game on, brother. Oh yeah. (laughs) Snap into a snap into a PS Slim. Stay stay powered up. (laughs) Gamers. Grab your grab your energy. (laughs) Hey Matt, grab your G Fuel and let's pop into another episode of Circle of Wizards. This is game over, but there's always a continue. (laughs) You've been listening to Circle of Wizards. Gather round and circle up. (laughs) yeah hey that's cowboys oh yeah cowboys circle up wizards do too i've seen them do it this isn't this ain't no rectangle and this certainly ain't an oval this ain't no disco ain't no country club i don't know that Uh, one uh talking head talking head okay you know you lost me
music. I I forgot. I don't, I don't have to pretend. Matt. I don't have to pretend here. Hey, relax, okay? Deep breath. Let your shoulders slump. <sighs> you don't have to be that character on this show. Mega Man, Castlevania. It's <laughs> oh, Billy. Mega Man. Mega Man. Those are some good ones. Those are some good ones. What do you think? All right, we're doing the outro, but we're talking about another game now. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. All right, uh, game on. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.